0: Welcome to the Globetrotten ADs. This podcast is for you, athletic directors, activity coordinators, coaches, and program associates based in international schools around the world. The Trotten ADs is proudly hosted by Nick DeForest from the American International School of Vienna and Matt Fleming from the American International School of Budapest. Here they are now, Nick and Matt and the Globetrotten ADs. Hi everybody, welcome to this episode of the Globe Globetrotten ADs. Uh, we're very happy to have you here today. We're gonna do a little post-conference recap of the student-led conference that was ho- hosted last Friday, just on February 12th. It was a fantastic event. We were really happy that it came together nicely and went pretty smooth from what we, we, we found out. and. The, our conference presenters were fantastic, and we're going to have a little roundtable today and discuss that. So, Nick, I'll kick it over to you and I'll let you introduce our guests today.
1: Yes, thanks, Matt. It was just great. So much work uh, over months and months and months by so many people. Obviously, not just us, but all the the student presenters and and advisors, um, and it just really, really great that it went off without a without any hitches. You know, um, if you're out there and you didn't. Uh, Partake in the conference. Just a few, a few stats for you. Um, it was a student-led conference. We had a keynote speaker, and then fifteen student-led sessions, and then a closing uh, speaker to uh, to bring it back down. There were a hundred schools signed up to either watch live or the recordings. They were all over the world. You know, the most were in Europe. Um, Chris, second was uh, the most were out in Asia, uh, in Southeast Asia. Um, but, of course, we had people in Africa, the Middle East, and even the, uh, in the Americans. We had people up really early uh, joining live sessions over there. So, really cool, really global event. As Matt said, we have two guests. They are also big parts of it, Chris Mott and Dave Horner. Hey, guys.
2: Hey, guys. Morning.
1: What time is it where you are? 3.30
2: uh, p.m. on okay. Valentine's Day. This is my wife's Valentine's present.
1: <laughs> beautiful beautiful because you're the only one not on the time zone of of matt and and dave and i that, that poses problems when we do things like this right but glad that you're here no, i'm
2: here it's good it's good to be here good okay. to see you guys again of course and talk about the conference
1: yeah cool let's get into it let's enough fooling around matt you you got to close the window or go to the bathroom or
0: i'm good for you're now good. Good. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. cool <laughs> i'll sort of get too loud in the background Dog march. Stand
1: by. <laughs> it is sunday morning it's not too far from from the uh <laughs> from the conference so we're i think we're all a bit a bit tired still right but uh it went it went off really without a hitch maybe we want to talk about that first and how how smooth everything went and how matt
0: sure yeah um yeah we're tired but it's a good tired because you know it's it's uh, like i said in the conference going into it that morning i was i, I had a really good feeling a really excited feeling that I haven't had in a while because we haven't hosted a tournament or an event so i kind of had that feeling going into it i was really excited to uh, I, I you know i i'm organizing something i'm, I'm i've am i got something on campus even though it really wasn't on campus but uh it was just that feeling you get when you you know there's something happening at school kids are involved there's a buzz going on and uh it, it was a lot of fun I, I really enjoyed going into work on on friday morning for that reason
3: yeah i, I think from my point of view, it's really great to see how uh, organized and prepared the student presenters were, how respectful everybody was, the participants in the rooms, the Q&A that was happening, the back and forth was really at a high level. Um, I think it just went really well all around.
2: Um, I would probably say we're now two from two, right? Because the first conference we talked about how smooth it went as well. And now okay. the second one's happened and, it, and the same thing. So I not, don't necessarily think it's a fluke this time. I think it's just a lot of work on, uh, on, your, on your behalf, Nick. But I like the, um, the authentic engagement from the kids, like just watching the kids, like attending, they were all kind of paying attention. They weren't goofing around, like they were listening, they were writing notes, they, they were just really engaged. And then the other part I think I liked was that it was just you know student run. Like there was a lot of it was all about the kids. And I, and I and you know as we get into the feedback later, I'll share that from one of my students. But they're the two things that really kind of stuck out for me.
1: Yeah, it really was great. And you just mentioned it there, Chris. We have a, some comments from some of the kids that we want to want to play in this uh, in this podcast to you know hear the student voice because that's what the conference conference was about, right? Hearing. What the kids want to talk about, what the the topics that interest them, right? Not just adults uh, telling the kids what they should be interested in. Um, and it w- it was really cool. And that's my really main takeaway of the of the whole conference, or the reason is, you know, to get these students, whether they're athletes or not, to be content creators, and really do something and get it out there. You know, to to do something and and to hand it into your teacher is one thing right? To maybe present to your class, present to your school is another. But to do something that's going to be out there, you know, recorded to people around the world, it's like a whole another level of commitment and preparation, right? And I think we, we saw that in the students and, and the hard work that they did. And hopefully they're really, you know, all really happy with their, with their performance, so to speak. But, you know, they're, they're content creators. They're out there.
0: And just to add on to that, you know, the kids with the presentations were, were, were great. They were fantastic. But the, the kids as the audience yeah. were just as great because the feedback they were providing, the questions in uh, the Q&A sessions they were posing and the discussions they were sparking were really solid. They were, as, as students, they did a great job.
1: Yeah, and that's some of the things that Dave, your student and, and my student will talk about. Do you want to just go right to, uh, right to a clip?
0: Yeah, let's get into the, the yeah. student feedback.
1: Let's hear yeah, their Well, as you said about the uh, participant, let's, um, let's go to your, your student, Dave, and, because she was just a participant and not a, not a presenter at all.
3: Sure, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and play. This is Nini from ISB. Okay, here
1: we go.
4: It was really great hearing the conferences today. My favorite conference was the one from AIS Vienna, the one about what is competition anxiety and how to control it. Even though I did not participate in a competition as professional as these athletes did, I still think that experiencing competition anxiety is something that is universal for anyone who is participating in it, and the athlete gave us really uh, some really great advices on controlling competition anxiety. The most memorable one for me was the one about visualization, which is where, we, where you visualize scenarios that could occur during the competition and you eliminate some of the unknowns that create competition anxiety. Um, I think that it is crucial to hold these conferences of this kind because it gives an opportunity for high school athletes to share their stories, experiences and strategies on dealing with being an athlete only in high school. I think that it is not only beneficial for students around the world who perhaps want to become an athlete themselves, but also for the high school athletes themselves to reflect on their stories and then share with us, because since we are all around the same age and we are experiencing a lot of the same things in school and in life. And for me, it was great to hear some of their stories and some excellent advices that they have for us.
3: Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, Nini is a fantastic. She's what I call a character student, character athlete. She's part of every single team. She's always like the heartbeat, the soul of the team, not necessarily the best player on a team, but she's the kind of student that you want to be part of it because she brings everyone together. And so for her to come and listen to, you know, um, athletes who she perceives to be at at a different level to her, well, fantastic. But also, I think that that sort of outlines and highlights that this conference is not just for high level student athletes. This conference is for everyone even for students who are thinking about perhaps joining a sports team at some point in time, there was something for everybody in this conference. And, and as Nini said, there, sh- there are things that she can go back and reflect on from what she heard from other student athletes, perhaps bring to teams that she's going to participate in further on down the line. And, and so, yeah, just something for everyone. So, so thanks, Nini. Really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And it's Dave, that's exactly it. Right. In, and that's how these international school students are different you know, then let's say high school student athletes in the US or Canada, you know, some of them don't see themselves as athletes, even though they're playing, you know, on multiple teams. You know, there really is a place for everyone. And, and this, this, this type of person needs their own PD, so to speak, you know, that's actually created for them from people in their situation. Nick, I still think it's, um, it's incredible that and I know this maybe we'll just
2: keep coming back to this but it's just incredible that these kids put themselves out there and took a risk not knowing the outcome and just you know we have a you know we have a student talking about competitive and competitive anxiety that's that's incredible just to say to admit that i that i have that but then to give tips to others on how to get around it it's just like it's just incredible like i it, when i was growing up i wouldn't even know what that was or how to identify it let alone tell
0: anybody else how to fix it yeah <laughs> yeah right and i think when you hear that from another kid you know i think the that connection can be pretty can be strong if it's presented in the proper way which these kids did they, they really got it that point across and i think they lit up some uh, light bulbs over kids heads to make them think about that and then identify that when they maybe they've been in that similar situation and took some strategies away from that so Absolutely, it's another voice. You know, such as their coaches or their teachers giving them that advice. So it's it's great when it comes from a, a peer or somebody in their age group.
2: I think I think it also highlights, and I know we've we'll get onto other clips, so but I think it also highlights as like coaches. Coaches need to listen to these recordings. Coaches need to pay attention to what's being said by the very kids in their teams, and try and understand that kids have these ideas. And, you know, yes, you're there to teach them skills and build programs and build teams. but Listen to the kids and, and understand what they're trying to tell you. And I think it would make all of our teams and programs just that much stronger.
1: And hopefully with the recordings, people are going to watch, right? Coaches, other adults are going to watch, right? Matt, you, your PE teachers already have watched this conference live, right? With their students.
0: Yeah, so we gave them that option on Friday uh, because they're already, our high school kids are already, or they're still in distance learning, so they're doing video PE as it is with, the, with their PE teacher. So what they've decided to do is like, well, this is going to be, they, they let the kids watch them on, on Friday, uh, but if there's anybody who missed on Friday, they're going to have a, a, a chance to watch them down the road in future lessons, and they're going to they're gonna kind of assign them, which will be kind of cool, so... I have to get like a little report back on on those great
1: well Dave your uh your student um it wasn't staged it wasn't staged but your student uh talked about the AISV uh presentation and that's the next clip we're going to hear is from that that presenter she's going to talk about you know things that we've talked about already in this pod about being engaged and how surprised she was which is interesting and then she also talks about what the conference as a presenter has done for her so let's uh Let's hear Lexi Roberts.
5: It was really cool to see everyone really engaged. I wasn't expecting, like, I watched that girl's um, presentation about the transitioning into a student coach, and she had all these slides asking, and she wanted us to ask to um, talk about our personal experiences. And I was really surprised that, like, that people did that. I really thought that people my age wouldn't really want to speak and things, but I was. It was really nice to see everyone want to share their personal experiences with what she was talking about and yeah I learned a lot of things I I really enjoyed the keynote speakers um, the first guy Sebastian his story was so inspiring and it was just really cool to listen to his experience um, with sport and yeah I learned a lot one thing that I think I learned in particular was so at the beginning I was more focused on getting content in my presentation like research and facts and things but as it as i rehearsed it more i realized that it was more important for me to add more personal experience into it just so that i could really relate to the audience because i feel like people did relate to what i was saying so i think i i really learned how beneficial it was to add my own personal experience
1: oh that's great and it was it was really good i liked how you added all those um Uh, stories in and it's something we talked about as we were as we were preparing right uh would you take part in a conference like this if it if it happened again
5: i think i definitely would i really enjoyed it and it was it was just really cool there were so many people from around the world and everyone was asking really good questions and really you could tell people wanted to be there and wanted to learn it wasn't like they were forced to be there they wanted to be there because they really wanted to learn new things and hear what everyone had to say
1: yeah great Um, right there from Lexi And, and that's what it is when you present and the more you present the more things you realize what it is to be a good presenter and be up there in front of people right
3: yeah I think in regards to that Nick when you when you become a presenter I think it really allows you to start to master some of the concepts that you're learning either through from your coach or from what you're reading or from other people that you listen to having the opportunity to put down on pen and paper um, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, what you want the, the message to be to the listeners. That really allows that level of mastery of the concept that you're speaking of to be, to be sort of understood much greater by the presenter.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, Once you uh, start to create something and you see the work uh, that goes into it, then you appreciate the process, right? And you're a better consumer of content afterwards because you know what's gone into that. You know, maybe these students are all a, a bit more appreciative of their teachers now on uh, on Monday when they get into class or coaches, right?
2: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, Nick. I was going to say you know, the amount of time and effort that coaches put in, not not saying teachers don't, but I'm just saying because yes. we're talking about conference conferences that... You know, coaches spend a long time planning out how they're going to take a team and a group or an individual from point A to, you know, typically a tournament or how they're going to progress through that time or from a freshman year to a senior year. And and what is the progression and how are they going to what are they going to develop at what time and what's appropriate? And I I, I hope I I mean, I said before, I hope that coaches kind of listen to it. I hope I hope also that uh, students listen to that and understand that that part
1: as well. Yeah, but what it, what it takes to be a coach, right, and, and have the students learn that. And that was, you know, I've only seen those three sessions in, in the Vienna room at the moment. But Chloe from St. John's talked about transitioning from an athlete to a coach. And it was really great because it put her in the coach's shoes, you know, and she realized what it's like, all the preparation. And she said it, it made her become a better athlete, you know, and something I realized that I became a coach at a really young age. And it helped me tremendously being an athlete and respecting and understanding what my coaches were doing, you know? Well, we will put out some some quotes from these great presenters and uh, put it out on social media and share it out. And Chloe's the first one that I want to put out. And it's a, it's a really great quote for anybody out there. And it says, coaching is like offering a bit of myself to someone else and seeing them grow because of that. And I thought that was really great as a reflection of a junior in high school you know of what it meant to be a coach Uh, that was really 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 cool we have one more clip coming from bangkok chris would you uh introduce a little bit yeah sure
2: i just uh we're gonna listen to alekia um before we do i just i know we've all got amazing kids right but darcy maria and alekia um i'm still the new kid here on the block Right? They don't know me from Adam. But these three girls kind of took a chance on, on a new AD coming in with this request to put together some presentations about what they thought without really knowing a lot about who I am or what, what, I, what I'm looking for. But they did it anyway, and they killed it. And I just wanted to show my appreciation to them because they, they really they really appreciate their um, their willingness to be kind of a risk taker and, and come on that journey with me. So we're going to listen to Alekia um, and we'll come back and talk afterwards, but here we go.
6: So I really enjoyed participating in the Globetrotting Eighties student-led conference. And the reason I enjoyed it so much is because I believe that it was truly student-led, meaning students were able to express their opinions and beliefs about their athletics program while also offering insight into initiatives they have, um, which would help advance their athletics program as well as other athletics programs around the globe and that comes into my second point i really enjoyed how it was so worldwide there were so many schools involved and even though it was through zoom i was able to connect with students from different schools in different countries and this was really nice because i am looking forward to future events which may not take place virtually. And if we were able to travel, I believe that this conference would be all the more better. Um, In the future, I would definitely participate in this conference again. I believe that this time I cut it short and I have so much more to express and so much more um, ideas and opinions to offer. And I believe that in the future, I would love to do this event again. And yeah, I really enjoy the event overall
2: so what i there's a few things we can well for me i can pick out of this but before i say that i'm gonna say this is a girl that has so much respect for greg dale right she (laughs) if you remember we were talking about it right yeah i'm like oh i said greg uh this one of my students alekia really wants to like to meet you like she's put a picture of duke in the presentation i said if you would be, be so kind as to give her a shout out. And he was willing to do it, right? But then she couldn't get there. And I contacted her after. I said, Alecia, where were you? She goes, I couldn't, Mr. Meyer. I was dedicated. I had to go to training. She went to basketball training. Like she couldn't <laughs> listen. To her, so I'll have to listen to it later. Awesome. Anyway, a uh, couple of points there for me. I love that she's identified that it was student run, and student led. Like I just, I love that. That was our goal, yeah. right? That was the whole point of it. And she's, she's voiced that. Um, And the other part for me would be that she was connecting with so many people all around the world. And I think, Nick, at the start, you said over 100 schools Mm -hmm. were kind of involved. Two of the things that we were trying to achieve are achieved right there. Like, that's just
0: complete validation. But What I also enjoyed hearing from her is that she she can't wait for the next one. So, you know, we in this respect, we've lit a little fire inside of her. Like, she enjoyed presenting, being part of the conference. So I'm... I'm sure there's other kids that feel that way, so um, that's just something I'm happy about and hope other kids are feeling the same way for sure. All right, Nick, so we got another one here from, uh, from
2: Alekia. I asked him a couple of questions, so he, she's uh, the second response.
6: And there was a lot that I learned. There was a lot I learned building up to the conference, such as how to make a good presentation, how to present your personal experiences in a way that's informative as well as engaging. Uh, But I also learned a lot during the conference, I learned about how global our community is. And although I'm a student athlete here in Thailand, I made connections with student athletes all around the world and how distance isn't really anything because the conference took place through Zoom and I was still able to connect with people and have similarities with people who lived worldwide. I think this is something that I truly took away because I always assumed that being an athlete in Thailand, I had differences from athletes or disadvantages from athletes in other parts of the world. But I was able to understand that we actually have so many similarities. And if I were able to do it again, I would love to meet these people in real life.
2: So I suppose the the two things I'll mention there is one that we've already talked about earlier, which is just the preparation of it all and, and learning. Um, And the second part is kind of, I think what we love about what we do, which is meeting and learning from other people all around the world. um, And knowing that whether you're in Africa or South America or Asia or Europe or wherever you are as an AD, there's just so much that you can learn from other people. It doesn't matter the size of the school or demographics or all those kinds of things, right? It's, what you can learn and how you can make yourself better for your kids and your community. And I, and I think she identified it as that's what she got out of it for listening to the other kids. And I, and I that resonates with me. Yeah. Just, a, just a, a, I guess, a question from me. Isn't it crazy that it took a pandemic for us to
3: bring students around the world together in a technology age that we live in. And when we go back to some sort of normalcy where we're you know, busy with our everyday things, is this gonna
2: continue? What do you guys think? I think it's going to continue tenfold. And I think what we've, we've, let's say, stumbled across is that we need to make sure, and we knew this before, but we need to make sure that we're giving opportunities to kids to express themselves and share what they want to know and learn.
1: And I I think we're, we're in a community where we can really only do things online. Because we are so spread. And I mean the community of international schools around the world. You know, because we can't get... And we have our conferences, right? We have our conferences in in, in Europe and in Asia. And we, we do things there. And they're great. Obviously, they're going to go back to being in person and things like that. But to really connect with people around the world, this is the only way to do it. You know, students aren't going to fly from one side of the world to the other for a conference. Um, at least not with me as their advisor. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the, so... Yeah, i think it's it's gonna continue and, and um and flourish. And uh we're hoping for that in our next project, right?
0: Hey Dave okay. You've talked about this before in other podcasts or this has come up in other venues or other events. For example, virtual swim meets. Uh you know, so this is one thing. So getting back to Dave's point, like the pandemic caused this, but it's also inspired new things which we can Connect with so I, I think this will happen down the road again for sure uh, logistically it 's a little easier of course to put together when it 's online but uh, the the fact that we can do it is is amazing
2: Dave, I want to build off that as well. I just want to say that i i i I think it 's the same across a number of things right we we 're hitting reset on how we approach or what our philosophy is in athletic programs. We're looking in, and taking into consideration what professional development do we wanna give our coaches? We have this time to kind of look back and think to ourselves, what is it that we are doing and how are we going to achieve that? And as a guy that, like, like you, that spent 20 years on a Saturday morning at a school running tournaments, well, I'm not there. I'm actually with my family for the first time in a long time. And maybe spending more time well not maybe definitely spending more time with them, so I think it, there's a lot of those pieces that, that go into that. Yeah.
1: Right. And we, you know we've seen how you know incredible some of these these kids are, right, and maybe not just in their presentation skills and how well they can prepare, but in the things they're doing athletically and uh, Matt, you know not to leave uh, a student from your school out here in the in the clips, but you had probably the most impressive student athlete. Of, of anybody in the conference, right?
0: Well, I think in terms of <laughs> like his, his uh, athletic right. achievement. Yes. Yeah, like right, right, right at the high, higher level, it, yeah. It was great to have him participate and find the time to do it, and the, he was eager to do it. He was eager to share his story and his his experience of how he balances his academics and this incredible training program he's involved with, he's been involved with for years he's only 17 years old that he could share that with other kids is fantastic and, and explain how he does it and the questions he was getting from kids was was great because they were interested they wanted to know about his, his background his experience of trying to train for the olympics and be an id student at the same time how do you balance that so his, his his answers to those questions were great um i think his presentation was was pretty solid and being a first time presenting, I think he was pretty, he was spot on with how everything went with the content and the way he carried himself.
1: Yeah, and let's just hope we can all uh, enjoy watching him swim in the Olympics this summer. But we're not going to hear from Hubi right now. Let's hear from Ari, who is a participant from AIS Budapest.
6: I think the conference was a great all platform to improve certain skills in a, as an athlete. Um, mindfulness being one of them and certain skills to, that a leader on a sports team definitely needs. Um, I think all the presenters were great. I think them being students offered a different perspective on all of the topics presented. Um, and yeah, it was an amazing conference and I definitely think I'll be attending next year.
0: Coach Evaluator is the premier coach evaluation software for schools and athletic organizations and preferred coach evaluation solution of the NIAAA and the Positive Coaching Alliance. The system is completely customizable with an always growing evaluation template library for athletic directors to reference. There are not only evaluations for ADs to use, but also self-evaluations and parent player evaluations of coaches. Learn more about digitizing and simplifying your coach evaluation process by visiting www.coachevaluator.com. Mention Globetrot ADs to receive a $200 discount on the yearly rate.
1: Cookery are a global multi-sport clothing brand specializing in providing the world's most prestigious schools with bespoke made and designed team uniforms for students of all standards and abilities. If you are frustrated by inconsistent colors, branding, costs, and sizing across your school's uniforms, then it's time to discuss an offering where every sport is available from softball to soccer for male and female athletes at rates to suit your budget. To find out how Cookery could elevate the apparel of your student-athletes to a professional level, email the team at contact a dedicated sales manager will offer you a quote today. Mention this ad and receive a special offer on your coach or PE staff
0: order. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, a great wrap-up session. Thank you guys for participating. Some final thoughts. Uh, we'll go around the room, so to speak, and give some final thoughts. I'll start. I'll kick it off. Um, again, I was just really happy that we could provide this opportunity for kids. Everybody's in different situations. Some kids are at home. Some kids are hybrid. Some kids are actually back in school like, like your, your guys, Nick, uh, and some other places. Um, but the fact that they can come together somehow in a global environment and we could provide that opportunity for them to make those connections because we can't do it in our regular jobs, and our regular uh, scenarios where we're hosting and organizing tournaments and sending kids away to tournaments. We can't do that right now. So I think this is a great substitute for that, to allow these kids that chance to connect, to share stories, to just make new friends maybe and have fun. I think hopefully these kids had some fun along the way as well with, the, with this, at least something different to do besides the regular scheduled classes on a Friday. I was happy to provide that. So those are my, that's my two cents and uh, I look forward to the next one. So uh, Dave, what do you think? Which, any final thoughts?
3: yeah um you know i mentioned it on friday morning during the opening just listening to people's stories hopefully that will inspire some students to share their stories down the line and that this won't be the last one of these that we put together Uh, i think that there's too much that needs to be talked about and so many students that have their stories to share for this to be the last one of these a couple of shout outs greg dale was fantastic again in the closing he's always just so good at making things accessible so easy to to digest um, talking about how to be a great leader and the, the skills that you need to have to do that. Um, also, a shout out to the ladies from Cairo talking about Girls Get Strong. That was really close to my heart, having a, a three female children growing up in international schools and you know, dealing with uh, gender equity is something that's probably pretty close to a lot of schools' um, hearts right now in terms of diversity, equity, and inclusion across the globe um so yeah really really fantastic conference glad to be part of it
2: and can't wait for the next one chris yeah i can't wait to do the, ne- the next one again um i just I, i'm going to go back to where i started which was it's just so good to offer an opportunity for kids to to share their experiences and and say what they want to say and for us to learn and i think i don't necessarily think there's a lot enough of that kind of within schools in athletic programs that we don't listen to what they they want to share and we, we design programs based upon what we think is right. But I, I know I know that there's a lot of people like us out there, but we've got to design programs that are kid-centric and listen to what they have to say. And I, and I would agree with you, Nick, the, the diversity piece and the, the gender in, uh, equality, and it's just things that kids have to say. Um, loved it, can't wait to do it. I'd love to do it in person, I really, I would love to do it in Perth. I mean, I, if we can work out like the AD one and the student one at the same time in the same <laughs> place, <You imagine? laughs> that would be awesome. But, but you know, only if it's in Bangkok. Hey, no problem. Come over. <laughs> the last thing I want to say, Nick, was <laughs> thank you, Nick. Right? Because, Nick, you are the absolute driving force of everything that we do. And, you know, we, we get to send the, the pretty little booklet out and pretend, oh, look what we did. But really, it's you. And um, you put a lot of time and a lot of effort into this. And I love your passion. And that's why I love uh, working with you and the other guys. But thank you, Nick, DeForest, AIS. Awesome. Well,
1: thanks. Uh, thanks, Chris. Um, and obviously, knowing that you appreciate me. You need to answer my emails quicker.
2: Okay. Don't send 25 a day and maybe I will
1: see that. That's, that's what I want. That's where I wanted to go. Um, yeah, I have, I have these ideas and, and time, um, to do all that. But, uh, if I didn't have guys to, to constantly bombard with, Hey, check this out, check this out. What do you think about this? Um, then it wouldn't come to anything anyway. So thank you three guys for always replying, uh, to my to my questions and ideas and and getting roped into doing things like this i definitely want to mention you talked about just in my last thing about you can't wait to do it again you you know the next conference we'll definitely have another conference right but before that we have something even even cooler coming out i think something more continuous in our globe trotting athlete network that we've been working hard on behind the scenes Um, and that's together with our amazing opening speaker Sebastian Bellen who we, we didn't mention yet it was a, a great session to kick off uh, and he's just a great um, a great person to have on board uh, we, we teased it a little bit in the conference program uh, and we'll we're just teasing it now we're not going to get into it but uh, that's that's the next project coming from from us um, and it's going to be really cool uh, also student student focused yeah because that's why we're all doing what we're doing right Great! Thanks for everyone who participated. Thanks for all the speakers. Um, thanks to the two sponsors, Huddle and Ethos. And uh, all right, thanks. See you guys. See you. See you guys.
0: Guys, nice. till next time. Thanks again. Until next week. This has been another episode of the Globe Trotten Ads.